0: with the message I started two weeks ago talking about the highest order of prayer. The highest order of prayer. And simply the highest order of prayer is praise. You can pray but you need to praise God. Praise is so important to the Lord. Praising God. When you praise God you remind him of who he is. You also remind him of what he has done. And when you do that, you move him to do it again and to do it again in your life. That's the God that we serve. What happens when you praise God? Well, I'm glad you asked. In, in uh, Psalm 67, verse 5 and 7, through 7, it says, Let the people praise you. Let all the peoples praise you. Then the earth shall yield her increase. Until we praise God, the earth does not yield its increase. Notice, God's not talking about just one person. He's talking about the peoples. Let the peoples all over the world. When God created the world, he said, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Whose responsibility is that to replenish the earth? in other words get it going yo and you see until you praise him the earth is not replenished when we praise the lord the bible says then and only then the earth will yield an increase can i hear an amen the earth will yield an increase so let the people praise him god shall bless us And all the urns. Notice it says, God, our own God. Whose God is it? Yes. When you praise God, that's what God says, let them. Because it's up to you. It's a decision. Especially when you don't feel like praising him, that's the best time to praise him. Because it's called the sacrifice of praise. Meaning you're not feeling like it, but you are doing it anyway. And God says, I enjoy that. That's the sacrifice. That's when the earth will yield an increase. That means whatever you are going through, whatever you desire to meet your needs. You see, the increase from the earth is to meet your needs. Okay? And so when you do that, God says the earth will begin to meet your needs. And God, even your own God, will bless you. And then what will happen? The earth will fear. The people will fear. They will fear God all over the world because of what you know, the word means. They will reverence God as they see God walking in your life. That's when you become the light of the world because they can see what God's doing in your life. They don't know the secrets. They don't know your secret, But they see what God's doing in your life. You are the light of the world and the salt. So through you, they can find him and get the same result. They ask you, what are you doing? So you're doing so well. I'll tell you the secret. Amen. Christians need to praise God. Not just ask all the time. Spend some time praising God. God wants that. In Psalm 35 verse 27 again it says let them shout for joy. I mean you've done that lately. Let them shout for joy and be glad. <laughs> Have you done that lately? Shout for joy. God saying you should do it. Let them shout for joy and be glad. If you favor God's righteous uh, uh, course, God will bless you. And let them say, notice, it always has to do with saying. Christianity is called the confession. I'm sorry, this is the truth. Until you begin to say it with your mouth, you'll never experience it. You know, I like all the many words and all the doctrines. But the doctrines mean nothing until you believe them in your heart and you begin to speak them. Christianity is to be experienced. Not to be talked about. Not to walk. People say, well, people will see and know that I'm a Christian by the way I live. Well, good. But Jesus didn't do that. How holy are you? He spoke. Amen? He spoke. So we need to speak what we believe. Amen? You have to say what you believe. And when you read it in the scripture, don't wait. The Bible says immediately. That's the word. Once you read it out of the book, it says to obey is better than sacrifice. Once you read it in the word and it says, let the people shout for joy. Then go, hey, Lord, I'm shouting for joy. Amen. Lord, thank you. Thank you. And be like Nova Hayes, even though everything is going down and you're, everything is going crazy in your life, and you don't feel like joy. You, keep, like, you don't feel any joy. You don't feel like shouting. And you keep shouting. Nova Hayes says, I told you the last week. You think I feel like I felt like crying, but I still was shouting. Amen. And praising God. And God moved. You see, God is not a man that he should lie. God gives you his word and he's watching if you will act on it. That's why the Bible tells us, Jeremiah 1-12, I watch over my words to perform it. If you act on it, it works for you. I've always told people, Peter didn't test the water to see if it would hold his weight. Right? He stepped out on God's word. Simple word, Come. Are you sure, God? Come. Are you sure? Can I test the water? If you hold my weight, you're not going to walk if you do that. You step out on the word. That's where we're missing it. We're not acting on it, and we're not saying it. He says, "Let the people say. Let the people say. Continually. Continually." Let the Lord be magnified. How many want to magnify God? How often are you supposed to do it? How often? Continually. How many of you have done it continually? No wonder. We see what's going on. We can tell what's going on. Continually. That's when you discover God. We read these things and we're wondering how do you define Continually what does it mean let me tell you what it means to be continually praising the lord i don't want to hear your english do it do it that's when you will see it jesus said to a man stretch out your hand you know that scripture and the bible says and he did what and What if he was arguing with Jesus? You know, I couldn't do this. Everybody here knows I can't stretch my hand. Why are you telling me to stretch out your hand? His hand is going to stay paralyzed. You know, most of us, we do that, argue with him. You look around, has he lost his mind? My hand is paralyzed. But you know, Jesus never said to him, I'm healing you now, son. I'm healing you. So stretch out your hand. That's what we like to hear. He said, Jesus looked at him and said, stretch out your hand. Simple command. And he says, and he stretched it out. He did. I thought he was withered. But he stretched it out in his mind. Oh, you want me to do that? You said it. I can do it. And he stretched it out. And I'm sure he did. Wow. And everybody said, oh, what? Look at that. But you have to act on it. You have to act on it. Let the people say continually. Let the Lord be magnified who takes pleasure in the prosperity of his people. What that means, we may not know. Because God knows his term. Amen? But when you do what he said, he is a good father. Then you experience what he meant. And then and when it's true, you'll say, okay, God, now I know. Amen? That's what the disciples said. Now we know you know all things. We got it now. But until you act on it, you never get it. You got to act on it. We got to praise him. What happens when you don't praise the Lord? Uh, you know, God wants one thing. Did you know God doesn't want you to serve him with a heavy heart? He doesn't like that. In Psalm 33, verse 1, he says, rejoice. Rejoice. He wants you to rejoice in the Lord. All oh, you righteous. How many righteous do we have here tonight, this morning? Everyone is righteous. God says, rejoice. Because praise for the believer is comely, is beautiful. When you're praising God, God sees beauty. And anything that's not beautiful in your life has to go. It's only what God sees stays. Praise is comely to the upright. When you praise God, you're beautiful in sight. And God loves beauty. And he says, what are you doing there? That's not beauty. My child is praising me. How come you're over there? Get out of the way. I want to see that beautiful one that's praising me. What are you standing there for? That's what this is all about. When we praise God, we have to praise God. We were made to praise him. And praise is not only when Amy is playing the piano. Hello? Hello? we praise God today. But what about when you get out of here? You tell him who he is. Amen? You are my God. You are my Lord and my shepherd. That's praising. You're telling him, look, because you are in my life, I have no fear. Who are you praising him? You just tell him. You know, I can walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will have no fear. Because you are with me. You are bragging on him. That's praise. You don't have to sing it. But you can sing praise to God as well. You can sing praise to God. If you like, sing. But the best thing is to tell him who he is. Tell him. And as you praise God, God says, I know you're praising me. Is there any problem in your way? I want to get rid of him so I can hear more of this praise coming from you. I don't want you to serve me with a heavy heart. God wants you to be joyful in your heart, in your praise. You know, it says in Deuteronomy 28, verse 47, Because you did not serve the Lord your God with joy and gladness of heart and for the abundance of everything. I read that scripture and it says, abundance of everything. You mean God believes I have abundance of everything? Let God be true. It, it, but when your heart is sad, because usually because you don't think you have abundance of everything, guess what? If you read in Psalm 20, I mean uh, Deuteronomy 28, God says all of these curses will come on you because you don't serve me out of a joyful heart. And so Satan is busy trying to cause confusion in your life, bringing issues and problems into your life so that you forget God and be sad. Hello? And so you hang your head down Because of all these problems. And you are not able to see God anymore. Because the problems have taken the place. They are covering your eyes. And God says. Because you are not doing that. You have turned God away. And when God is out of your life. Get what comes. Nothing but curses. He said to the children of Israel. Because you are not serving me. Out of a joyful heart. And there are many Christians today, praise the Lord, Well, I don't feel like praising him. My children haven't eaten since two days ago. It's like pastor said, pray, pray, pray for that person. I can't pray. And he said, well, I'll do it. But I really, my heart's not there. But I'll say whatever you say. And then the lady starts saying it. Amen? And and kept saying it. And before long, she was really into it. And before long, the eyes, the eyes watered, and she was really praying to God. And guess what? God answered. It was a, it's a big miracle. I can't go into that story, but a big miracle. You don't have to feel it. Amen? By faith. Speak. Praise God. By faith. That's what God wants. You know, you know the story of uh, Paul and Silas, right? They were beating and they were placed in a jail. They coughed their hands and put their feet, their, their legs are, are stuck so they couldn't move. You know what they were doing? We do stuff and bring troubles into our lives, okay? These guys were preaching <laughs> and trouble came. And now they were in jail for preaching. Many of the troubles we go through is because of the dumb stuff that we've done, right? but these guys were preaching and you can imagine in in, in jail and and, and 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 you know just sitting there not knowing what the future held for them and, and, and you know in our time i can imagine me and one of us here sitting in jail and say uh, brother good luck you think this is right we were doing god's work and why did god allow them to put us in jail and the other brother says let's praise god i don't feel like praising god and and uh, uh, Silas, uh, Paul, Silas, says, "Me and Paul, this is just me, okay? Paul, you know, I don't understand this stuff. You're doing God's work in bringing miracles to people, preaching, and, and God allowed this, and we are now in jail." And Paul says, "Let us sing psalms, psalms, and, and, and let's praise God." And he says, "Silas, I really don't feel that way. I really don't feel that way right now. I mean, I'm, I'm hurting. I'm really hurting." And, and, and Paul overlooks, and Paul started singing a few songs to the Lord, and Silas says, that sounds good. I'll join you, uh, but I really don't feel that way, okay? And then, before long, they were singing and praising God, and, and all the other prisoners are thinking, these guys are not, they're not, they're happy to be in jail they're crazy they're happy to be in jail what are they singing they just got beaten so bad and they're singing and guess what god did when you praise him something happens god inhabits the praises of his people and as god came down with such power god decided i'm going to check this building he shook the building and shook their chains their chains got broken everything was in this And the jealous says, hey, hey, please tell me how to find this God that is shaking everything. Those are my words. Amen. That's what's going to happen in your life when you are in chains and you got troubles and you keep praising God. The chains will fall off your body and you will be filled with joy. And those that are opposing you and coming against your life, they will come. Show us the way to get to this God. There's a song. uh, It says, praise the Lord. It said, when you're up against the struggle. That shatters all your dreams. And it seems like your hope has been cruelly crushed. By Satan's manifested scheme. You know Satan is always scheming. To make you forget your dream. he did that with Joseph. But he says. Those chains that you have. They are there to remind you that when you praise god those chains will fall away from your life and god will lift you up don't let your faith go because of the troubles you have instead praise god not for the trouble but the god that you serve you know what you're saying god i know you are bigger Than these bills that I have to pay. God, I know you can meet my needs. God, I know you can get me out of debt. God, I know you can heal my son. God, I know you can do all things. You let him know and he shows up. Then let me tell you something. There is nothing that God cannot do. When confusion comes, you remember what Angela said this morning from the scriptures? All things work together for good. And he said and he says, Do you feel that way now? What has feelings got to do with this? God has already spoken. Both was negative in your eyes. He sees the big picture. And he knows if he doesn't put this obstacle in your way, you go that way. He puts that obstacle there, so you go the right way. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Because you are called by his name. He gets glory out of your life. That's what this is all about. The troubles will not overtake you. Not as long as God lives. When you praise him, he'll make a way through the wilderness. He'll make a way through the sea. He will be there, the fourth man in the fiery furnace. If you praise him. That's what is important. Amen? We've got to praise him. Praise him. We lift our hands when we praise God. We lift our hands to God when we praise God. Many times I tell people, You can dance. That's good. The Bible says to dance. Dance when you praise God. But Paul says, I will therefore that men pray everywhere. Who is willing? The Holy Spirit. I will therefore that men pray everywhere. But guess what you ought to do as well? Lifting up holy hands. A lot of people get the word holy wrong. They think holy is, I'm not sinning at all. That's not what he's talking about. Holy means set apart for God's use. If God sets a cup aside for his use, that cup is holy, set apart. Yes, God has made us righteous before him. But when you receive him, he sets you apart. Even when you've done wrong and you are confessing your sins to God and asking God for mercy, don't put your hands down. Praise him! Lift your hands up to him as you pr- as you pray. He says, "I will that all men—how many men? All men—while they pray, lift up holy hands before him." Who made your hands holy? Not you. He did. Through the blood of his son. And the fact that you accepted Jesus into your life. He cleanses you. When you make your confession to him. That you accept Jesus. And you reject the power of sin. And you are accepting Christ. He makes you holy. And God says lift up those holy hands before him. So those hands are holy. You know in Isaiah... Chapter 1, he says, when you lift up your hands, I will turn my eyes away. But that's not what it means. He says, your hands are filled with blood. But when your God, through believing Jesus, has sanctified you, when you lift up those hands, those hands are holy. And God cannot help himself. He has to look down towards you. Amen. When I discovered this, I enjoyed lifting my hands up. I do. I like to dance before him. Because the Bible says to dance. Let your voice be heard. You know, praising God is battle. It's right. You know what Judah, Judah is called praise. Every time the children of Israel went to war and they inquire of God who, what tribe should be at the forefront, guess what tribe God picks? Put Judah up front. You know what Judah means? Praise. That's what it means. Jehoshaphat found that out. He says, put the choir in front as we go to war with these four armies. And the other people say, they are coming to sing to us. And we're trying to kill them. They're singing. What's, What's going on? But it says when they began to sing praises to God, God sent an ambushment. And and they were killing themselves. Killing one another. God will bring your enemy down because you praise him. Hmm. I'm going to close with this because of time. This is interesting. In Psalm 8 verse 2, it says, out of the mouth of babes you have ordained strength. Out of the mouth of babes you have ordained strength. You know why? He says, because of your enemies. Because of your enemies. God wants to silence or silence your enemies and the way he does it through praise through praise in matthew 21 jesus jesus you know was entering into the uh, jerusalem and they were praising him praising god hosanna hosanna in the highest and they said "Do you hear what they're saying stop them jesus said have you not read and he quoted that scripture he quoted that scripture. But notice what it says. It said, Out of the mouth of babes you have perfected praise. He didn't use the word strength, he used the word praise. Because when you praise God, you get strengthened. You get strengthened. Somebody's going to praise God whether you like it or not. And Jesus also said, if they hold their peace, the stones will cry out. I don't want any stone praising God instead of me. Amen. Do you want that for your life? No. I want to praise God. And God will take care of your need. Today, we're going to stand up and praise God. Not for the problem. Okay? Sometimes we're thinking, praise God for the problem. God didn't put the problem there. And I'm not praising God for the problem. But I'm praising God. I have this problem. And I know God's going to lift it from my head. I don't need it. He's going to be Would you do that today? We're going to be praising the Lord today. All heads bowed. Before we do that, all heads bowed. All heads bow right now. If you haven't accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, he wants you to make that decision. Jesus died on the cross for you. No doubt about it. Before you can truly praise God, because the Bible says, those who will praise God or worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth and so your spirit needs to be connected with god's spirit before you can worship him in spirit and in truth and so if you haven't received jesus as your lord and savior as many as haven't done that and you want to do that this morning i ask you to surrender to him and give him your life he's been willing to have your life in his hands But once you've given him your life, he gives the life back to you to live, and it's a better life. How many here this morning want to make that decision? At the count of three, if you want to say, Jesus, I'm surrendering my life to you totally. No holding back. Would you just raise your hand quickly and put it back down? One, two, three. Put your hand up, please. I see that hand. I see these hands. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to pray this prayer together. We always do this when we are in the prison ministry. This last uh, uh, Thursday prison ministry was incredible. We had only five people the guards allowed to come. But all five received the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Spoke in tongues. And one of the inmates, he couldn't stop crying. God had touched his life. Everyone say this prayer with me. Lord God. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, into the world for my life and for my soul. Jesus, I receive you into my life to be the Lord and Savior of my soul. Lord Jesus, I welcome you into my life. Heavenly Father, I believe because I have confessed with my mouth the Lord Jesus. I believe that my name is written in your book of life. Thank you, Jesus, for the born-again experience. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen.